So what's the latest with the investigation into the former president's handling of classified documents? Well, we'll get to that right now. It's typically on Wednesday at this time, the tail end of the council roundup. But there was no Springfield City Council meeting last night, so no council roundup today. But the council roundup is brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. It's also open for lunch on Saturdays. Don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. So, uh, opportunity for you to sound off this morning at 217-629-7970. Your thoughts about the latest twists and turns in the investigation of former President Donald Trump. Again, 217-629-7970. The latest is the president filed a motion to appoint a special master into uh, the, the case to review the documents that the FBI took from his Mar-a-Lago estate uh, earlier this month. Uh, it was pretty uh, um, uh, wild news to see splashed across uh, all platforms, uh, getting text message updates, getting tweet updates, getting email updates. Uh, all of this was uh, pouring through at rapid speed that the FBI had raided the former president's Florida home. And then there were uh, some information coming out from various uh, media sources saying that they were classified documents, even asking questions of were they the nuclear launch codes or things along those lines. Uh, and uh, interesting to hear some of the, the ongoing reaction to all of this, especially from uh, major political figures here in Illinois. Uh, but this week, the former president, he filed a motion to appoint a special master to review documents. Uh, and uh, the former president posting on Truth Social that uh, they just filed a motion in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Florida, strongly asserting my rights, including under the Fourth Amendment of our Constitution, regarding the unnecessary, unwarranted, and un-American break-in by dozens of FBI agents and others of my home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida. And the statement goes on to say that uh, the break-in, search, and seizure was illegal and unconstitutional, and we are taking actions necessary to get the documents back which we would have given to them without the necessity of the despicable raid on my home, he said in a statement, so that I can give them to the National Archives until they are required for the future Donald J. Trump Presidential Library and Museum. Uh, so that's uh, the statements that uh, the former president made uh, about the motion to appoint a special master. A special master is somebody who comes in is supposed to be completely neutral. Uh, because the allegations here are that, uh, you know, some people are concerned the FBI has been weaponized uh, against Biden's political opponents. It's highly anticipated uh, the former president is going to announce that he's running again in 2024. Not sure what he's waiting for to make that announcement, possibly after the November election or maybe right before the November election. Uh, who knows? But um, it's fully anticipated he's going to do that, announce he's running. Uh, so the idea of having the Department of Justice and the FBI raid a uh, potential political opponent to the sitting president uh, raises substantial questions about whether or not uh, there's uh, uh, political considerations in all of this. Uh, so the, the filing to appoint a special master would bring in a neutral reviewer outside of the DOJ, outside of Donald Trump, to review all of these documents to what might be pertinent to the investigation. And again, the investigation seems to be around the handling of classified documents. So the latest in that is that the former president's been asked by the judge to clarify his motion. 
Uh, and also to uh, provide some detail, according to The Hill, uh, of whether it served the Department of Justice with the lawsuits on the uh, the effect of other proceedings uh, moving forward on this. So uh, yesterday, the, uh, the, the Department of Justice did indicate they will review and um, respond, uh, but it's still some moving pieces in all of this. Uh, we'll get to uh, U.S. Senator Dick Durbin uh, responding to questions I had about uh, how do you restore trust that some Americans have lost in the Department of Justice and the FBI. Uh, but also we'll hear comments from uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker and the Republican uh, that's running for governor here in Illinois that got Trump's endorsement, Darren Bailey. I asked him about this last week as well. But of course, we'll get to your phone calls at 217-629-7970. Good morning. Good morning, young Gregory. No, you're talking about, well, the FBI is, the director of the FBI is a, is a Trump appointee. Sure. So, so there, there's kind of the give and take in that. Nothing goes to the uh, attorney general except through the, direct, through the director. And he had to sign off on it as well. And, yeah, and, I'm not sure, about- and I'm not sure of all of what the DOJ or the, even the White House knew about this. The DOJ, the attorney general, says they wrote they signed off on it. Uh, but uh, what did the White House know about this? What did the archives know about this moving uh, well, you know, for months ago? The, archi- the archives have been trying to get those those documents for over a year. Yeah, and it's a, it's a give and take. It's a, you know, what do you need? Come and check it out, and and then we'll give you documents here and there. Uh, and apparently that was happening according to the former president. But uh, here we are, just a few months before uh, the November midterm election, and we get this splashed upon us. Hey, I appreciate the call, and th- the timing of this for some stinks. It smells fishy. Uh, And uh, that's why, again, I asked uh, Senator Dick Durbin last week how he, as a member of, as not just a member, as the chairperson of the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee, how is he going to help restore trust that some Americans have lost uh, in this in this process after watching not just most recently uh, the raid on Trump's home, but uh, the years before that? of the uh, the FBI being found to have fabricated evidence to get a warrant to spy on Trump's campaign in 2016 that happened an FBI lawyer pleaded guilty to fabricating evidence that happened uh, you have the Peter Strzok, Lisa Page stuff about uh, very biased texts and saying that they're never going to allow Trump to be president and so on. and they were part of the investigation so you know, the Russia collusion narrative uh, for years being promulgated by the media. Uh, so there's a lot of distrust out there. Uh, and how is the senator, Dick Durbin, as chair of the uh, Judiciary Committee, going to help restore that trust? Uh, here's his response to those questions last week uh, when I asked him uh, here in Springfield when he made a stop. So uh, here's Senator Dick Durbin. No senator is above the law. No member of the House. No former president is above the law. In this circumstance, uh, the search warrant went through a, an appeal to a federal judge who issued it. The search took place with the president's lawyer on the premises, videotaped. There was an inventory of all the things taken from his house given to him. It is now part of the official record. I don't know if it's going to lead to any prosecution, but if he had classified information that should not... 
Uh, we lost that, uh, but uh, the senator talking about uh, the no senators above the of law, this, uh, no member of the House of this uh, this this ongoing process, saying that uh, it is indeed uh, an issue of um, uh, law and order, and he says nobody is above the law. Uh, but again, here is uh, Senator Dick Durbin uh, talking more about how to restore trust in the Department of Justice and the FBI uh, for some who uh, are, are, are distrusting now. The bottom line is this. They are answerable to the public through the Senate Judiciary Committee. The director of the FBI was before me two weeks ago answering questions and more will be given to him. They've got to uh, be held accountable. That's for certain. Everyone does. Members of the Senate and the House included. But the bottom line is whether or not they've had one or two problems in the past should not absolve anybody, including a former. <laughs> Keep on getting uh, kicked out of that one. Uh, but you can uh, you can hear that uh, the, the former um, president being targeted in this fashion, uh, not something that uh, uh, they, they definitely uh, want to try to. Um, uh, say that it's all above the law, you know, it's all above board, it's all following the procedures of law, uh, and something I think is uh, still not very clear uh, in the minds of uh, a lot of uh, Americans who are worried about this. Uh, real quick call, good morning, you're on WMAY. The timing of this does stink, just like the timing of trying to forgive student loans, you know, like you got, it's a, a clear attempt to try to buy votes. The party of equality, equity and equality is now trying to create more social inequality by creating four classes of people. You have the people that didn't go to college and are gonna are not going to benefit from this. You have the people that went to college and paid back their debt that will get no benefit from this. You have the people that went to college that make over 125 grand that aren't going to get a benefit from this. The only people that they're giving benefits to is a very specific niche group of people that they're trying to buy their vote. Well, and uh, so you're thinking that this definitely plays into that, uh, trying to get support from uh, more Democrats uh, if they if they show, hey, look, we are going after the former president. Oh, 100 percent. And they're and they're trying to galvanize just like they're trying to galvanize the youth base and try to bring them to their side by giving them ten thousand dollars of the collective money. It is nonsense. It is illegal. The Constitution guarantees equal rights and equal protections. How is this protecting anyone? It's not protecting everybody. It's going and it's carving out a very specific group of people that they want to create to make dependent on their programs so they can secure their votes in the future. Got you down. Appreciate the call. Let's get more from uh, Senator Dick Durbin about uh, how he says uh, he, as chairperson of the Senate Judiciary Committee, will hold uh, the Justice Department accountable anybody, including a former president, from scrutiny if he, there is any serious belief that he might have violated the law. He is not above the law. He'll never be above the law, and I don't think he'll ever be convinced of that. Well, I'm shocked and dismayed, honestly, that uh, Republicans uh, across Illinois uh, haven't uh, stood up for law enforcement, haven't stood up for law and order, uh, and instead are standing with somebody that clearly there is something afoot here. Uh, that may lead to a prosecution. Uh, it seems like, um, you know, Republicans say that they're uh, anti-crime, and yet here they are standing up for somebody who seems to have committed. I find it very upsetting. Uh, I personally look at this. I believe it is political. And I'm going to tell you what, 
watching this all unfold, I am very concerned about the future of our country. So those last two voices there after Durbin were um, the governor of Illinois, uh, the Democratic incumbent, J.B. Pritzker, followed by the Republican challenger, Darren Bailey. So obviously some difference of opinion as to what's going on with the uh, the latest in the, the Trump raid saga and the handling of classified documents.